how was your day? Did you have a good day today? Um, I slept all day because I'm working midnight. So I yeah, you haven't worked yet. I literally just got up. I did some yoga. I showered. I ate some cereal, and now I'm here with you guys, ready to deliver a nice summer meatloaf of wait meatloaf games. I don't know. I was like do trying to. I was do trying you like to meatloaf? Of, that's a good uh, That's a good way to start. Do you like meatloaf? I don't think I do. I don't not like meatloaf. Uh, thankfully, like my wife is not a meatloaf person. Doesn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, I don't hate it, but like I definitely have had it. Oh my god! Just, it used to be something. My mom would make it all the time, and I'd be like, "What?" It's weird to me what? that it's like baked ketchup is like baked on it. If you're using ketchup as like the <laughs> The ingredient to give it taste, I think, like that's the main indicator that this is not a quality. I don't, I don't like that it's just. Dish. I don't like that it's just bread and meat. I was like it's trying gross. to think of something that was a combination of people make meatloafs out of other stuff too, though, don't they? Don't they? Just, I'll throw some veggies in here. I'll throw. Well, some... yeah, there will be like celery or like yeah, onions yeah, yeah. in it or something yeah. or whatever. But it's like. It's just weird. It's a weird thing. It's always weirded me out. It'll, like, taste okay, and I agree that the ketchup is, like, a pretty good indicator that that's not a great <laughs> dish. Cause you're, you're, put- you're, not, you're not chefing anything up if you're flavoring it with ketchup. That's you're all. putting, like, a ketchup skin on it, and yeah. that's what it is. It's weird. It it's a weird thing. It doesn't taste bad, though. I, like, I can't It doesn't taste it. bad. It, yeah, it's just, like, it's fine. It's just like, ew, meatloaf? That's what we're having? But, but like, and it sounds gross... And everything, like the name, it's just off-putting. Anyways, All of it. <laughs> I was I said meatloaf because we have a random assortment of games, and I was thinking a random assortment of foods and a potluck, know, a potluck, summer potluck. I like summer yeah. meatloaf better. That should be the unofficial. <laughs> actually, actually, summer meatloaf sounds even worse. Like it should just, be the unofficial title of this episode. Is like it's meatloaf. not hot. It's like warm. It's been sitting out. Ew. It just makes me think of like how hot and muggy it's been all all the time it has now. been disgusting yeah so the meatloaf can just like bake in the heat <laughs> naturally <laughs> <laughs> yeah tasty Ew. tasty well meatloaf is gross sort of but uh yeah this is the whip punish games cast and i'm nick joined by aj as usual the meatloaf god <laughs> the meatloaf connoisseur Ugh. that's horrible yeah now that's gross but uh, we we like games and uh, we've been playing them. So, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about a couple of them. If you want, I don't know if you want me to start or what. Yeah, you can start. I want to. Tr- I'm just trying to jump right into this. I know our episodes have been getting yeah. longer. We're trying to keep it cut down. So, uh, yeah, jumping right into things. We got. Oh, we can list some things we're going to talk about at the at the, right at the head. Sure, things. we never did that before. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I played a couple games. Uh, we're gonna get into uh, a fun game uh, co- that's probably pretty unknown that I played. Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. Uh, it's a on Switch, the Switch. On the Switch. Um, I got Cadence of High Rule. I played some Samurai Showdown. I'm gonna talk about, and then uh, we'll probably get into some Mario. I assume. Yeah, I got I got Mario Maker. I got Bloodstained. Um, finally, that game finally came out. And I, I forgot to mention it on our last episode, not the E3 one, unless I wasn't playing it. Might, I might not have been playing it, because I can't keep track of when we last recorded, but Slay the Spire, I wanted to chat about a little bit, so. 
Sounds cool. We might have a couple extra things at the end you can stick around for. Switch made some news announcements. There was big news. Big we Switch got, news today. We got a nice uh, big fighting game tournament in EVO on the horizon that I would like to briefly mention. But other than that, that's, that's all true. we got. And uh, stick around and uh, hang out with us. So what's up? What have you been playing? Start with Bloodstained? Let's start, let's start with Bloodstained just because that, that goes back... Man, like at the beginning of two v one, pretty much. Is when is, you guys fun- funded that on Kickstarter. Is when is when we backed it. Yeah, uh, we were all real excited about it. I think Alex lost his backing of it something for some weird reason. So I know he's not even playing it yet. But it's been guys, a it's been you guys a, all backed it because you're oh this is a Symphony of the Night clone. That's why you were. All that's, why, like, that's, why ex- it? that's why. That's why I was. That's why I was excited about it. I don't know why Josh was interested in it. Um but yeah, like I had I had come like heading into 2v1, I had played all of the Game Boy Advance Castlevanias that Igarashi was involved in. Like I don't know that he necessarily directed or produced all of them, but he was involved in all of them and they're all fantastic. I had I had just played like all 3 of them probably a, a couple months or a year leading up to Bloodstained being announced, which was like amazing timing. Yeah. Um, and I played Symphony of the Night in college, so that that's my whole Castlevania experience. But it was enough for Igarashi to come out and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a Symphony of the Night game," and that's it. That's essentially all it's gonna be. And it's been like a long ride of kind of a roller coaster ride of the updates it getting delayed it getting taken off of some platforms because it didn't come out as fast as they expected it to and it was a little like scary like it definitely was at times looking like it was going to be a big flop kind of like Inafune's Mighty Number no. 9 was after yeah. not being able to make Mega Man or anything anymore that was a whole lot of the comparisons for Bloodstained and uh I mean, ultimately, it delivered. I think it's really awesome. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely nostalgic to a fault. I think uh, it is so much like Symphony of the Night in even like how it feels. I have I some think, input on nostalgic to a fault in another game that we'll talk about later. So that's kind of a fun thing. But keep going. okay. Sorry. Did to you, you off. did you play any of the Castlevanias? I've never played a Castlevania game. Okay. Symphony of the Night is free on Xbox I know. One I right know. now. I downloaded so it actually. Definitely grab that. That's a that's a public service announcement. I think I think Symphony still holds up really well for a lot of reasons. It's just one of the reasons for what modern Pathfinder games are today. Um, it like looks amazing. Pathfinder over Metroidvania. That was yeah. I, I we we tried getting that rolling. That was and I'm artistic going back to and it. journalistic of you. Yeah. I'm going back to it. It's 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 the it's the genre. But Symphony still looks great. Like the pixel art's amazing. The way that game works in general is like kind of wild how it's a role play like it's a role playing game. You level up, you get different gear, you get all this shit as you play through the game. You get different abilities. It was really impressive even playing it like 15 years after it came out for the first time. So Symphony compared to uh Bloodstained, you said Bloodstained is nostalgic to a fault. Symphony has these same faults, but it's okay because the game's old. It's older, or is it just so, better still too? 
I think it's older, so like I believe in Symphony you can only backdash. I don't think you could forward dash. I might be wrong. I know one of them they actually let you forward dash and I was real excited. But that's like a that's like a really nitty-gritty Minor. detail yeah. about stuff that they maintained in Bloodstained. So like you can only backstep in Bloodstained. You can do a slide forward, but I never thought to use that as like a dodge or anything. So like they they did they maintained like the gameplay and feel like Miriam your your main character kind of feels oddly delayed like not not button input delays which actually is apparently a real problem on the Switch version like there's there's literal button input lag um but I, yeah but like it's hard to explain it's it's totally a feel thing and I could be like way off but I felt the same way about Symphony where it just feels like your movement speed is not very quick it looks like your animation for how you're moving is not it doesn't like line up with how you should f- how fast you feel like you should be going and the same thing works with like attack speeds and animations and stuff like that that said 20 hours later into bloodstain now those are things that you actually start to like level up they start to change based on your loadout and stuff. So I have things equipped that make my attack speed faster. Something I don't remember in Symphony. So Bloodstained eventually like kind of feels good, I think. Probably like 10 plus hours after you've played it. Because I, I've put a ton of time into this game. Yeah, you just get used to all that. Like you get, you get used to it. But I think it can be off-putting to somebody who had never played Symphony or the Game Boy Advance games. Doesn't have any nostalgia for that game. Right. Which we know, like, I know for sure that's Josh. Like, Josh yeah. had the same reaction, but, um... Did he, does he, what is his opinion on it? Does he not I don't like want to speak for him. Yeah, I don't really want to speak for him, but I don't think he, like, liked it that much. He just thought yeah. it was fine. I think it's, um... I think it's le- legit. I think Bloodstained is really good. I, I'm way into the style i'm way into the combat it's a little simple but the coolest thing about this game specifically is that it has this shard system where whenever you kill a monster or you make story progress or find something in the map you get these shards that like impale miriam in the in in a really violent animation every single time you get a new one and there's like 60 or some 70 in the game it's hilarious but there there's five slots where you can equip these shards and they'll be like uh a con like multiple combat abilities one will be like a magic spell that you shoot out um another one will be directional so like you hold the right trigger and you move and you hold the stick and you'll be able to aim where you're shooting it um there's another one on R1 that's like, or right bumper that's just like a patent, sort of a passive ability, but like an active ability. There's a there's a straight up passive ability. There's all these things that like let you experiment with the game, and it's awesome. It's astounding actually how much there is. It's uh, it it I can see why the game took forever because they probably had to balance. It didn't take forever. It really only took like three some years, but they probably had to balance like a billion things and how they interacted and it's it's just impressive i mean one of one of the castlevania games had a system like this that i also thought was really cool i think it was aria of sorrow where you would collect monster abilities and they'd be all unique to that monster and it was fun to experiment with them they'd have different uses 
some of them are part of the pathfinding stuff of this style of game. Like, you can't get through this area until you get a shard from this enemy type. Um, which is a little unclear. That's another nostalgic to a fault thing about this game. Doesn't doesn't tell you where to go with a dude. It it doesn't indicate to you hardly at all what you're supposed to do most of the time. They'll give you they'll give you like one line of dialogue with a character that you might not pay attention to, where that character gives you some very obscure direction on where to go, and maybe you'll find a thing that you need. But Symphony of the Night had the exact same thing. You could miss um in, in Symphony, the big Quests thing with that. Well, the big the big thing with Symphony specifically is that it it flips the castle upside down, so you can you can technically beat Symphony without ever doing the upside down version of the castle, which is double the game length, right? It and that's like the that's how you get the true ending. That's how you find all the real items of Dracula and whatever, right? as far as I remember. And you could beat the game and not know that you're supposed to do that because it doesn't really indicate it. At all, yeah. It's like it's like a thing you have to just look up or know or whatever. So there's plenty of that in Bloodstained. Um, I don't mind, but again, that could that could turn somebody away. Yeah, um, that's cool though. I I was kind of uh, on the fence about it just because I don't have any nostalgia, like we said. Yeah, and I thought that if I was gonna play this, I might as well just play Symphony of the Night. You should definitely play Symphony first for yeah. sure. Yeah, so if you maybe, don't like that, you won't like this. Maybe I'll get to it. I never thought the look of it was something that, like, seeing stuff, seeing screens of it and seeing it in action, I was kind of like, meh, whatever. You know? They um, they came a long way when yeah. when they first announced it and they were like, we're doing 2.5D. It's like, oh, that's a shame because it's definitely not going to look as good. And I understand why they do 2.5D because it's easier to model a thing once and then not ever have to draw it again. You just animate it. I understand. It's it's just the nature of making a game these days. On a budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool uh, that it got made. It's cool that the kick they kickstarted it, it funded it, it works. It's cool that people like it. I, it's yeah, always, it's actually been really well received. It's always like a awesome. good story in, in games when you know, things like that work out. It's amazing with, like, Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight. and Yeah, Hollow Knight was technically a Kickstarter. So. Yeah. It's cool that yeah. that happened. It's it's good. I, I really recommend it, even you, if you're not a fan. But do you give it the coveted golf clap? Would you yeah. give it the... Wow, okay, golf clap it. Dude, I, lo- I love it. I'm good seriously... I, it's exciting. Like, I can't wait to play it. I when, when I got home from, like, being away for a couple days, like... It's all I wanted to do. I couldn't wait to get to it. And I'm doing like the dumbest shit in it. Like they have they saw have, the little side stuff. Yeah, they they have uh this whole crafting system in the game where I didn't really engage with it for crafting like weapons and armor. What I got really into was crafting food. You Just, can uh you can craft plates like steak and fries like and ketchup. Yeah, and, and and they have these set recipes, and you have to like learn the recipes, and you have to craft. Can you pieces craft a the... summer meatloaf? <laughs> I I don't think there is a meatloaf. Oh man, at they all failed. actually. I'm not. A lot it. of it, a lot of it is definitely like Japanese stuff, but then yeah. there's there's just like straight up American things like pizza and whatever. But I have pizza's absolutely... not American. I think it technically is it not, or is it? It's not Italian. It's not. No, it originated in some weird country that wasn't Italy. Okay. I believe. But Facts. um or Nothing maybe but it was, facts on with it might, games. It might have been France. It might have been France. 
But, um, anyway, you, when you think pizza, I think America, because it's, like, the most eaten meal, I feel like. At least I eat it all you're the time. Gonna, you're gonna offend someone by saying that. We gotta be careful. I'm sure I've offended plenty of people how many after how many years, but... Yeah. This food system in the game, I absolutely adore. I've spent so much time grinding enemies for drops just to craft food because they're permanent stat upgrades, which is always awesome. Yeah, it's so, cool. Sounds yeah. like a cool game. You sell it well. Good. I'm Not glad. The... I hope people check it out. It's it's 40 bucks, which sounds like a lot, but I mean, that's a that's another question or another conversation I want to have a little bit later it's, about It's worth. solid. Yeah, but, well, and it's solid. Like, if you didn't do what I did, maybe the gameplay time would be, like, 15 hours. But it's a decent length game. Yeah, it sounds so. like it. Yeah. Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Also, real quick, play Available Curse of the what? Moon also. It's on everything. Okay. Yeah. You have it on PS4? Or yeah, I should have got it on PC. Does there it are... run better on PC? You oh, know? it absolutely would run better. Uh, there, There is some legitimate... I like, and I can't understand why there are some serious frame rate problems with the PS4 version. It's, it's insane. I don't understand it. It's not optimized. There was a boss, an optional boss that I fought was. It was probably five frames a second. Wow. Yeah, it was nostalgia. Bad. It wanted to give you that nostalgia of. <laughs> well, the pixel stuff back then didn't really have to worry about it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so. so, I have played a couple games. I've been traveling. So I've had my Switch with me a lot, which has been kind of fun. I've had a bunch of games on there that I bought and then turned on and then never touched again for a while. Yeah. One of those games uh, being Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. Which is Uh, such a weird game title. Dude, this is such a weird game. Yeah. I heard about it on Kotaku which is a website that I frequent because it's the only gaming website at work that's not blocked. That um, is interesting. It is, right? Yeah. And they do some... They're kind of more risque, I would say, than other gaming websites. But I think the word games is what the red flag is with my my work's web browser. Oh, I see what you're saying. So I see Kotaku's saying. like a more journalistic, and it doesn't flag. I don't know. Huh. I don't know how. But anyways... Yeah. Uh, I read about it on Kotaku. There's a a writer there, Tim Rogers, who I think is hilarious. He does reviews. You should yeah. watch some of his videos on YouTube. He is very unique. Um, but he just said it was like an article where he says, "I don't I I play video games and write about them and make videos about them for a living. So in my spare time, I don't play video games. But there's this one video game that with my free time, I've been dying to pick up." And it's Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. And, like, he didn't say a ton about it in his article other than it's a beat-em-up, uh, like, lifestyle type of game where you have to, like, live a life and it's a beat-em-up. You spend it, you have to actually worry about what you're doing every day and so, yeah, yeah. eating So I was like, oh, that like sounds that. cool. I'm going to try it. So I got this game. And it is starts off really good. It's a pixel art game. Looks like a Nintendo. Uh, yeah, like sixteen bit maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't know the number of like bits Super that Nintendo are in the animation, but it looks like a Super Nintendo. It's it's kind of kind of side scrolling. You take the 
uh, control of Ringo. He is a gang leader, kind of, in like a <laughs> Japanese school. And I say gang leader because it's kind of school cool the way they do. All the kids are in school uniforms, and different schools have different color uniforms. So you're wearing yeah. blue suits, and that's how you know your gang is blue suits. And then you fight gangs from other schools, which are different color suits. Yeah, it's a pretty common thing in anime. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good point. Like, this this game is an anime, like, literally. Yeah. Uh, So, it starts you off, and you're just, like, beating up gang members from other schools, and it has a really good... The music is incredible. It's, it's like, jazzy, kind of laid back. Um, it, it gives you real good vibes. Everyone for... smokes cigarettes, right? Yeah, so... So the... it's extra cool. The game is so it starts you off you're 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 with your gang, you're beating people up, it gives you a nice title screen, you're like, Oh wow, this is real cinematic, this is cool. Then it drops you into like daily life. Yeah. And you you're just in this town and you're hit you hit buttons and there's a button to smoke a cigarette and there's a <laughs> button to like hunch down and crouch and you're just walking around the town and then there's a clock and you start like kind of walking around. There's no map or anything, and so you start walking to these places and talking to people and getting the layout of this town. And yeah. that's how the game starts to kind of reveal itself. And so, if you walk into the school, depending on what time it is, there might be class. You can go to class. Yeah. You can if you run into members of your gang, you can tell them to join you. And then if you smoke a cigarette, they all smoke a cigarette. That's awesome. So, like, you can go to the bathroom and hit the cigarette button and then hunker down and then smoke cigarettes in the bathroom, like, with your gang. Like, this is my Japanese... That's good. This is my Japanese gang in the school. Yeah. And so, you start out, and, like, it doesn't give you any... It doesn't give you any direction, Direction. really. It'll tell you, like, this button smokes cigarette. If you hold R, he puts his hands in his pockets and he goes into delinquent mode. So then he just like walks around with his hands in his pockets, and then that's how you fight. Like if you're holding R and he's in delinquent mode and you hit the cigarette button, he punches. So oh, huh. there's okay. like a status meter that has your health and your level and whether he's hungry or not. And he's always hungry. Your character Ringo is always hungry. And I'm you always have to, hungry. You have to buy food. But you don't have money, and food is really expensive. So in order to get money, you can go beat other gang members up and then loot their bodies. Ah, so you don't get a job. You just rob other members. Well, yes, until you walk into the movie store and the guy says, Hey, I got this job opening for you. You can come in and on Tuesdays, Thursdays, after 6 o'clock, come to this job. Yeah. So I'm like walking around. I'm beating people up. It's really hard. Like you don't have a lot of health. Do you starve to death a lot? You no, and I okay. and so I'm like trying to get food. I don't really know what the point is. There's occasionally like story bits that are happening, and after a while, you kind of get into a rhythm of okay, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna leave school, I'm gonna go to the gym because that's how I get my health upgrades up. Then I'm gonna walk around with my gang and beat people up and get yeah. money, but. Get from, that paper. From going from, like, figuring that out without someone telling me that's how you play the game was kind of hard because yeah. there's no indication of what to do. It just literally drops you into this lifestyle. And 
I mean, I, you don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like, there's not even yeah. a map for you to find things. And the right. way the town's laid out, it's kind of like, I would compare it to South Park. Have you ever played the South Park role-playing games? Like, the town is a town, and you have to walk down the street to go everywhere. Yeah, so, it's on like a 2D plane. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And uh, so it would be hard. Like, I couldn't remember where the gym was for a while because <laughs> it's a big map. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it never, and you never get one. Like it just expects you to learn. No the city. way, you. Go, it doesn't tell you anything. I, yeah, I, that's kind. That's kind of. I played the game though. for probably ten to fifteen hours, and I still don't know what eating does. Like I lost really? weight. I lost weight because I didn't eat. I would just chain smoke cigarettes. Did you do like less damage? <laughs> I don't know. I Did I don't do know. It's damage? it's okay. It doesn't the feedback is there's non-existent in this game. Like okay, like literally. The feet, it, I, when I ate, it would say that I was full. Yeah, but so, not not any idea what it was actually doing. That's weird. I think that the point of this game, if I'm not wrong, is is not to like I thought it was a beat 'em up. It's more a casual existence life game simulator with beat 'em up. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of cool. I think. Um. You do get into a rhythm. I would wake up because you have to sleep. If yep. you don't sleep for a, a certain period of time, he'll just in the middle of the day be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna black out," and then it will just be two days later when you wake up, and it'll be the middle of the afternoon. You will have missed all your yeah, and you appointments. wasted a day yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that happens, and then so you have to like take care of yourself i would wake up in the morning i would sprint to school with a cigarette in my mouth run right up to the what right up three floors of the school building to my classroom while running the bell while was smoking singing. it was it was it felt like an anime yeah without looking like an anime do you know what i'm saying it was it was kind of it's a, like sure. a, a vibe i don't know like I can I can picture an anime where the kid in his blue gang suit sprinting to school, cigarette in his mouth, there's music playing and he runs right into his classroom. Like I could see that happening in an anime and then I was doing it in this game and like I thought while I was playing it, Oh, this is exactly what this is meant to be like. Do you know what I mean? It's, this must be what it's like to live in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so and then the writing was incredibly good for yeah. no reason. It was like really poignant and they were they were constantly making comments about Ringo the character being you know why'd you quit the team Ringo you were the best in the team and why did, why don't you study more Ringo like he can do all these things because he's really good at them and i think it's like meta for you being the player like it's it's the game telling you the player that you ha- you can do all these things if you would just put your time there and try to do yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. But you don't have time to do all the things because Yeah, you have to choose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Hmm, this this is when the game gets too real. It's and your friends are having all these real issues. Yeah. And it was kind of just an incredible thing. I I don't I don't know how to sell it anymore. The, my one complaint is the not giving me any direction just led to me repeating the same tasks like a bunch without any story ever happening. Yeah. And I still, after finishing the game, 
don't know what triggers any of the story. It would just happen like randomly when I would come across. I don't know if it would be certain days that it, it might would happen. be. Yeah, it might be like ba- it might have gates that you don't realize you were hitting, like just time, to- just based on time. And then the I- other thing is, is like I try to look up certain things. How do I do this? What does eating do? And what does this do? Yeah. And no one has played this game, so yeah. there's literally no guides anywhere. So I was going to say... This weird it, experience of that I've not had of a game in years of playing yeah. it in a bubble where the internet doesn't have all the answers for you. Yeah, that's so crazy, actually. So, you know, I'm, I'm like looking through forums of people talking about, I love this game, I love this game, how long did it take you? And one person said, I beat it like in game time, like a couple weeks, which... I was on day like 57, which is more than a couple weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how to finish this game. I don't know what to do. So, yeah. and, the, and the ending was really good. And hmm. I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how, how to. It sounds, I, um, it sounds to me like kind of like Shenmue actually. Uh, yeah. I have yeah, a I feeling. I see that. I could see that. I have that a feeling comparison. that's maybe what they were influenced by. And then like when we were talking about it, off air it, it sounds a, a little bit like what persona tries to do too except except i think persona is pretty clear about you have this much time to kill you can only do so many things pick what you want to do and then the game will progress and i think like, i think persona has a more focus on like what you choose to do affects your stats yeah and yeah. then your stats are used to do dungeon crawling yeah. whereas this is like i just i think the point of this game is to just exist in this world like literally yeah. It sounds like it. It sounds yeah. It's that's kind of weird. That's a, it's like not. I don't want to say a bait and switch of a beat 'em up, but also, you wanted to keep playing it. And you wanted to do it. So that's uh, that's interesting. It was it was interesting. It was the weirdest game I've ever played. Yeah, it sounds cool. I uh, I don't know what the I don't know what I paid for it. I think it was like fifteen or twenty bucks. That sounds but appropriate. I don't want to sell it. I don't want you to get mad at me like if you play this and then you're walking around like I have no idea what this Hate is supposed mail. to be because it is it's it definitely requires some patience and yeah and and something that I'm not good at really with games like I don't play games of that well, nature very much. I, I was also thinking um kind of like Breath of the Wild actually too like where you can just walk anywhere and I think, do anything and yeah I think and you make your own fun uh, yeah. and choose what to do with your time how you want to do. However the, you want to the do thing, The thing that it is, though, is make your own fun is a good way to put it. Breath of the Wild is like a playground. Yeah. This is, like, not a playground. Yeah, there's not like, much to actually, like, There's nothing to do. You do, literally yeah. just walk around and, and hit the A button and text comes up. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, if you're using your imagination, like, I'm role-playing this Ringo Ishikawa, this person. Yeah. Uh, then that's where I think the fun comes from. So, it was it was a cool game. I'm glad I played it. Yeah, uh, it's definitely really interesting. And uh, you could write like, the guide. You should write. You should, you could be I famous could, right now. I could write the guide, but yeah. also you could make YouTube videos. I would have to play it again, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, and that's also, usually the problem. I think the game is purposely ambiguous with how certain things happen, and the guide. Yeah. I don't know that I could write a guide to it's be It's probably honest. it's probably good that you got to play it in a bit of a vacuum. That's like a definitely an experience that doesn't happen in you'll, 2019. You'll probably never have again yeah. actually. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. 
Ringo, yeah. Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. And it's only on Switch. Is it? I don't, I, know. I don't know. I'm asking. I like, think it's I, on Steam. I would, yeah, it probably is on PC, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Steam. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say not a golf clap. Um, I would say thumbs up. Yeah, a silent yeah. thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. I can't give it like the the coveted Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I got another game that I can give the coveted golf clap. Uh oh, yeah. And that is Mario Maker two. Cool. I'm I'm excited to finally get to play this because I have a Wii U. I still have my Wii U, uh, but I held off on getting Mario Maker One because the Wii U was a dead console basically when that game came out. It it was launched, and I don't want to say dead on arrival. It's just nobody had a Wii U, so it wasn't worth it to me because how many levels was I going to get to play? And I think it sold really well. I probably could have got it and enjoyed it. Uh, but I held off. I knew somewhere deep down Mario Maker would come back someday. Everyone they had talks up... about the Wii U being the Mario Maker console, like specifically. The... That's all that it yeah. is for. Is yeah, it was Which the best is, use of funny. the gamepad and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was on the 3DS too, but that one, like, no one talked about. But no one has 3DSs <laughs> except like. A legitimate percentage of the world yeah. has a DS. Uh, but anyway, Mario Maker 2, is uh, it's really exciting to finally get to play it. I, I've i always, always, always wanted to put time into making things in video games. Like, whenever a game goes out of its way to launch with some kind of level creator, I'm always like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do that. I will. I will put time into this. Uh, you didn't do it in Smash. <laughs> well, that came... I didn't even... Yeah, that's a good... That's true, but I lost interest in Smash side, well before that even side came out. Note, side note, real quick plug here. I watched Maximilian play uh, some generated levels, some user-generated levels of Smash, and they yeah. were doing, like, really creative things with... Like, people are putting, like, cannons on each side that launch uh-huh. you down... So it turns into like a game of Pong where you're trying to back each other. Into, like there was some really creative stuff in there that I never would have thought huh. was possible with Smash. And I thought to myself, man, I need to go check that out because I just assumed it would be like penis yeah. levels and stuff. Yeah. Whatever, which is what it was. In I didn't know and, about that either, actually. So it's cool it, it, because you can use all the like props in right in the game and put them in the level. So... Yeah. You can put hazards and stuff, so I don't know. Cool. Pretty huh. cool thing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't now heard you're, hardly now you're intrigued. No, well I'm not. I'm probably not gonna put any time into it still, but I haven't I haven't heard anything about that mode like at all for Smash. Yeah. Yeah. I think Smash the Smash community is so insular, it's kinda crazy. It definitely is. Even even like games media that likes Smash, which is They don't talk about it in They don't yeah, it's just not yeah, like there's not much to discuss there yeah, or bring it yeah. up, but Anyway, I like I always want to get into this and I never do was my point. I never spend time on these level creators. I bought Dreams. I never talked about Dreams on here because I didn't put enough time into it. I still will at some point. It's fun to just visit and other people's browse creations. what people have made. But man, it is it, and it gives you all these resources to actually get your foot in the door on making a game and it seems really accessible. It's just I don't know. I never, like, there has to be something there 
to like really grab me. And Mario Maker is like one of the first ones to ever do that. And that's because I think the game is based completely around it. So it's almost like if you're not making anything, you are missing out on literally 50% or more of the game. Um, so you're sort of... You're, I don't want to say sort of. You are definitely encouraged to make levels. And, and that is a lot of the fun. And I've made two so far, and it's been really... It's been a really cool experience. Like, I haven't had a ton of people play them, but I have another friend that we're just almost constantly talking about what are you going to do in your next level? What are you doing in this level? How do I solve this problem? How does the player approach something like this? Or, like, what do you think would be a good way to do a puzzle? Or how long is a level? conversations about yeah, game like, design. Yeah, like, how long should a level be? And should you use checkpoints? And is this too hard? And, like, it's... It's a really, really unique thing that if you're willing to put even the slightest bit of effort into, it's it's just so cool. It's it's really cool to grab a grab a block, toss a mushroom into it, put a platform down and make Mario grab the mushroom and make him jump a thing that you literally just made like five seconds ago. Like, jumping in and out of creating and playing and testing and all that stuff. It's really cool. I, uh, I don't know. It, Mario Maker is what it is. I mean, it's it's make Mario levels. It's not anything profound since the first one kind of exists already. But, um, there's I don't know. I'm of, loving it. There's a lot of games media talking about it right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it fascinates me that it works as both... Like what you say you enjoy about it being a level creator where you have all these ideas for how I should compose this playground for someone to yeah. to have fun in or to be challenged in or whatever your goal is as yeah, the level there's designer. A, there's a million different things you can do, yeah. And then it's also interesting as like a party game where you can go on and see how creative actual people are that are doing these things. Yeah. So it's I mean it's the same thing I just said with Smash literally both both those things are separate appeals and m- may appeal to you as a gamer more one way or the other but the fact that they're both here in a package I think is kind of a cool thing. Yeah, like like the the stuff that you can just do in Mario Maker like just playing the levels that Nintendo made they're cool uh on their own. I, I if you weren't going to make anything, you you wouldn't really get much out of their yeah, levels. Yeah, I heard they're more designed for you to understand the tools that are available yeah. in, in the Mario Maker software so that you can say, oh, here's some ideas for me to put into my own levels. It's definitely there to open up your mind and get you thinking, like, holy shit, I didn't think I could do anything like this. As uh, opposed to traditional Mario levels, they're designed... For you to... Just to get to the end of, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Which... It's it's fun. They have a dumb metagame on top of, like, playing their levels where you're rebuilding Peach's Castle. So, like, it, it has something to do for you. And even... It's got even that if... Nintendo, like, charm, charm. on it's it. So, it's so goofy. It's the goofiest thing. And, like, they made, they made some of the, like, Maker Tools characters now. Like, there's a dog that blows up like uh, the undo button is a dog's head and that is a character in the game now is a dog that 
undid the creation of Peach's undo castle. Undo dog. Yeah. I think, I forget what they do. I think it might just be undo dog. I forget what they actually call it. Eraser dog? No, there's a different undo eraser Undo dog in the summer meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a book title. You can, um, sounds like a what? A book title. Yeah. I don't know. A kid's you book. can, you can play, you can get a lot of legs out of, uh, playing other people's levels too though like the the endless mode is a great idea where you are just going from level to level to level with how many lives you can amass or save or whatever and when you die you just start a new round of endless mode user created levels yeah and like so there's a whole other thing of like something you have to design towards because your level might show up in endless mode so you have to be thinking, okay, I should probably have some one-up mushrooms somewhere in my level because my level might be a little challenging, and what if they get it at some point in their endless challenge and they get nothing out of my level, and that sucks. So, like, you have to also be thinking of, like, stuff like that, too. Yeah, which you is want, like, when people actually see it and stumble upon your creation, you want them to be able to experience it and enjoy it without... Yeah, like, you don't want to just screw them over or something... Um, like some of the, the, some of the stuff that I see with this game is like, it's, it's tricky to be tricky for being a puzzle on being a puzzle's sake or something. Like it's, it's not fun to play. There isn't good platforming. It's just like, here's a weird puzzle that good luck figuring it out. If you don't figure it out, you just have to quit. And like, that's lame. I don't think that's cool. I think it's fun trying to be creative on one hand. But also make kind of a traditional Mario level, like engaging. Yeah, like you. Okay, here's a very clear thing of I got to make these jumps and get to this goal, and that's all you need to do. And there's there's all then not to say like there's all these other different goals you can make. Like you can make it. I have to get a hundred coins before I can finish the level, or I have to kill ten piranha plants before I finish this level. Like some of the piranha plants are hidden, so you have to like spend a little bit of time searching for them. It's just the amount of you would think you would think all of the tools across these Mario games would be kind of limiting, but it's not at all. Like the the way that everything can interact, how how each game has its own certain mechanics, how certain levels and themes within that one game has different mechanics like the night version of a stage is totally different than the day version. Like, the the day version of the, of an icy level from Super Mario World is just, there's just snow around. At night, the ground is ice, and it's always ice. So then you could make a whole level based around you're always slipping and making platform jumps and stuff. Like, it's, yeah, the it's, amount of, it's wild. The amount of, uh, like, platforming mechanics in Mario might, it's seem, insane. Simp- might seem simple, but there's, it's not. Yeah, I, it's insane. I'm at the end of uh, I'm at the very end of New Super Mario U Deluxe. Is that right? Yeah. Is that, did I say it right? I think That's it's new. I don't. I don't remember. I just know new New Super Mario Brothers is a is a series, which is so stupid. I hate it. I hate that it's called that. Okay, and I'm at the very end of it. Yeah. So I played the entire game, except for the expansion that's included on the U Ver. U version, the Switch version, which is new the Super Switch Luigi. U version. I don't know. It's hard to. <laughs> but there is an there's an insane amount of. I mean, 
like we said, mechanics, game mechanics, power ups. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that are exist in that, and I am impressed at Mario. Really. Yeah, because you ne- you never really spent up. much time with. The I never series. had a Nintendo console until GameCube. Yeah, and, and you was- didn't play Sunshine, did you? I played Sunshine, but I did not complete Sunshine. Yeah, okay. And that the th- that's a 3D Mario, which I think is a different yeah. beast altogether. Way different, yes. I I prefer 3D Mario to 2D Mario. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if if all Mario games are like all 2D Mario games are like this, but I feel like the intention of at least new Super Mario Brothers in terms of level design is more it's like there's it's it's simple so that you can enjoy it but it's also almost like a dark souls thing where they're putting specific traps in the level to be yeah. I don't want to say it's like kind of punishing like it, they're no it's get, definitely punishing you get like haha gotcha like a bunch and it's kind of a frustrating it's kind of a frustrating experience honestly there's um there's definitely something to be said about how you can't necessarily see what's coming from the right yeah, of the screen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you'll like jump onto a platform, and then there'll just be a bad guy that runs right to, like it's it's the it's this concoction of the most perfect circumstance that has happen has to happen for you yeah. to die, and it just continuously happens. Like again, trying to make a Mario Maker level, like the timing of things is crazy. Yeah. So so like a a well-designed Mario level is going to have things occurring basically right when you would be landing on the platform. Exactly. From from off the screen. So because as soon as it spawned on the screen, it's at this set timer and it's probably timed to the most average speed of a player playing through that Mario level and like yeah, it's it's crazy. So like Whenever you're making a level, you have to be cognizant of that. You have to be thinking, okay, what if somebody's taking their time and they'll walk kind of slow and the screen will scroll slower than what you plan for. So they'll see the trap or jump or obstacle or whatever way before you would have planned for them to do it. So it's not hard or they're going to be flying through it and they will never be able to see what's actually coming and you're just going to screw them. And it's just this constant like video game I want video games to be challenging. I like hard games. And and not just like arbitrarily hard, like Dark Souls hard, of course. And this new challenge of like designing is so intriguing. Like it's it's just so crazy. And like it's it's been completely unattainable for me because I'm not dedicated enough to learn how to make a game. So yeah. like this game gives you the tools to like sort of experiment with that, and you, I you always hear this. You heard this with the first Mario Maker. It's like they hope or want to inspire people to make games, and like that's the that's the thing with Dreams specifically is Dreams wants to give tools to people that can't make games that have really the, good ideas to the make chan- games. The chance to make games, and like I don't know, Mar- Mario Maker is inspiring. It's 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 really. It's really a cool thing. I'm so glad it exists. Like, I don't know what's different about it because this has existed in so many games forever, but I think because 
this game is built entirely around that feature. It's like I don't know. I want I want a 2D Mario with modern platforming sensibilities. I think I want, uh because like if you think if you look at the design we're getting in the weeds here, but if you look at the design of like how Mario Odyssey is made, yeah, and it's different from what New Super Mario Brothers is. Mario Odyssey is a playground for you to perform platforming in. The platforming can be challenging, but the challenge is more of figuring out the puzzle and then executing. Yeah. The 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 jumps, jumps or whatever for that puzzle. Yeah. And it's not punishing in terms of oh I failed I have to do this over again. It's punishing and the challenge comes from uh discovering and then executing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like the 2D version is designed like the fun comes from it's like a classic nostalgic game design thing where you got to do it in one go. Yeah, exactly. The execution needs to be Yeah. And then they throw in all these these like we said you land on the platform and the enemy spawns right away. They throw in all these kind of curveballs at you. Yeah. And that's the challenge. So the one is is I would say one is more designed for fun whereas the other one is more designed for challenge is how I would Yeah. put that. So I think we've come in platforming in general, you look at some of the modern, more modern platforms, uh, like Super Meat Boy, Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, yeah. Celeste, and they're designed with that modern Mario Odyssey where the challenge is, is not to... I mean, you still have to get it right in one run, but the challenge is figuring out how... I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I guess I know what you're saying, and actually, I think I think Meat Boy specifically is like the best example because Meat Boy's levels, for the most part, are almost always presented to you right up front. Like you, you see where you have to get to for, and you immediately think, okay, how do I do this? Of and them, then yeah. you have to execute, and yeah, it doesn't punish you. Like if you fail, it starts you immediately, so that yeah, the, the failure does not. It's not a thing where you're throwing the controller, whereas yeah. I don't know. I, I I want like I can I can explain. I think too like when when I was home, I saw you briefly and you showed me a little bit of New Super Mario Brothers, which I've never played any of those myself. Like it was a, it was the series that I skipped completely just because I didn't love the three D two D thing. It's 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 lazy. Yeah. The the no, it is. I it's a good Mario game. Uh. The art is not good. Yeah. The the level design like there's like a couple cool levels in the whole entire game, but in it's it's plain looking, three yeah. D animated. I and think the, they I think they like the music, skipped frames on some of the animation too, so it looks weird. The music in it is not like well particularly well done either. There's like not a ton of different. I, I'm yeah. I'm kind of at the end of this game. I'm kind of like they definitely cashed in on. The Mario on Mario, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's good, but it uh like to the it doesn't the have starting... the same level of care that like Mario Odyssey has. Do you know oh, what I'm saying? Where yeah, they... totally, totally. So, like I don't know. Whenever you would lose a level in New Super Mario Brothers, it would do the 
very old thing of Mario where it would kick you all the way back to the map. Yeah. And and you were I I didn't even think about that being a thing in modern 2D Mario games cuz like I've been playing through Super Mario 3 on the Switch online thing which is an amazing feature. It's an amazing feature. Nobody gives any credit to that to that thing. But I've been playing through that with a buddy and like that game is 20 25 30 years old, you know. It's okay that it kicks you all the way back to the to the level select screen. Well, I mean, we've new come Super far... Mario Brothers isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it shouldn't have to load it the level. It wastes your and... time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, we've come it's really farther weird. than that in games now. So I want like a Mariovania is what I want, really. Yeah, mm. that would be interesting. A, a Mario Pathfinder. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Pathfinder, but I want a big open level that you can kind of playground platform in like a like a 3d world one but 2d yeah is what is what i'm so they put um the the one mario game that i really regret not playing on wii u was 3d world where they added the cat suit stuff yeah um and i and i've been waiting for them to put that on switch because i'd really still like to play that game because it is a 3d mario it, it is a typical 3d mario um they put that engine in Mario Maker, uh, and it's really cool. It's really cool in 2D. Like that that game has some cool mechanics. It looks amazing. It animates amazing. So, I'm I'm excited to experiment with that a little bit. I haven't seen too many levels made in that engine actually, but um, yeah, I I know what you mean. It's it's funny seeing that go from 3D to 2D because. The polish is immediately recognizable compared to New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really it's really funny. But Mario is a cool thing, man. Like we're, we are spoiled to have this much Mario content, really. Yeah, I mean it's good, and it's it's been. I kind of like took a little bit of a break from the Mario games for a long time, um, and then like when I got my Wii U, I played all the galaxies. I got back into like the two D stuff a little bit, and it's been fun because. Mario like didn't exist for me for a long time because of those that series because of the new Super Mario Brothers. So, I really want Super Mario World to come to the Switch store thing so I can yeah. play that. I mean, it's that's a, like my one. That's the one I want to. It's it's a shame they need to do Super Nintendo needs stuff to be on available it. somewhere. Yeah, but anyway, Speaking, you go gotta, ahead. are you good? No, I I was gonna lead you into something, and maybe you're gonna do the same thing. Yeah, because we're we're still on Nintendo brands here, right? Sure. Uh, I played Cadence of Hyrule to completion. Yeah. Um, and I can, uh, energetically, positively give that game the golf clap. Nice. <laughs> uh, I liked the idea of a rhythm Zelda game. Yeah, uh, and pretty much that's what sold me. Uh, but this, I was worried about it being semi roguelike. My concern, I don't. The idea of a roguelike game isn't super appealing to me. Um, yeah, I haven't played a ton of them, but so maybe I would, I could like them. But I just don't like the idea of having to start over from the beginning every time you die. Yeah. But this is wonderful because it doesn't really start you from the beginning every time you die. Um, it does give you a new map every time you die, but 
it it, it lets oh. you keep it lets you keep uh your your Zelda items. So yeah, okay. Basically basically this is a Zelda game with combat from Necrodancer. Yes. Which is per I think a, a it's one of those wonderful marriages of game franchises, uh a lot like Mario Rabbids was. <laughs> yeah, of, it was. Where they have this crazy idea and they executed it like really good. Yeah. I mean the the I the dungeons like every time you go in and out of a dungeon it's a uh, it's it's randomly generated. Okay. But if I go uh they make a key, they may, they have like two key doors that you have to open to get the boss key. So if I would go into the dungeon and get the first key, then I could leave the dungeon and come back in. I wouldn't have to go back and do the randomly generated part. It would save my progress. Okay. I did not so know that's how that worked. It's not like it's it's challenging enough that it's hard. It's, it, it is really hard. The combat's hard. You have to get used to it. Oh yeah. But it's not. <laughs> it's not punishing to the point of I. Ne- I feel like I'm never gonna do this because if I can get through it and then I can go heal out of fairy fountain. Yeah. Then, then, so, and what I really liked is. It, this is a legit Zelda game. Like having just played Breath of the Wild, there's like definite there's Sheikah ta- slabs everywhere that you teleport from. Oh, so it's it's more in like that universe. So it's like post Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean there's okay. degradable items. Oh that wow! Have a meter on them, just huh. like. And the ones that are degradable are the ones that if you die, you lose those completely. Okay. So it would be like it would be like Breath of the Wild. You would lose your weapons if you died, and you'd have to get new weapons every time. That sounds kind of brutal. But that's a bad comparison because your actual weapons are not things that are degradable in uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Okay. It's just like your shovel, your torch. Uh, There's different, like, rings that you have that give you buffs. Yeah. Or, like, boots that'll give you armor or... That makes sense. That's like losing items in a roguelike. Immunity to ice, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I liked that it was, you know, it gave me a Zelda map. I had to get a certain item to get into this dungeon, like a Zelda game. I would go into the dungeon. It would be really challenging combat, like Necrodancer, which I'd never played. And then it's hard. I would die a lot and I would go back to, it would send me back to the open world. I would get a new get more items to go back into the dungeon until I got that one key that I needed to open the door. And then you would repeat until you got to the boss. And there's, there's a good overworld map. That's actual Zelda. It has Karako village. It has okay. Garuda and it has, you know, Gorons and Zora yes, and all that. Exactly. Stuff. Okay. The enemies are all Zelda enemies. It has like the Leo, uh, what's the bow and arrow Lionel's. Uh, it has Lynels, it has the slimes, it has bow coblins, and okay. you recognize them. And, huh. and it's all rendered in this not necessarily Zelda-like art form. It's like sort of a cadence, uh, it's sort of a Necrodancer art style that is made to look like Zelda a little bit. It um, it's two D, right? It ha- yeah, and it, like, but it has its own art style, is what I'm I'm saying, and it's yeah. cool. And so it has voice voiceover story that it gives you 
voiceover. Yeah, yeah, dude, when you start the game, it's it was good. It's a good game, and it's priced very well, I think, for what it is. Uh, I think it was twenty bucks, maybe fifteen, twenty-five, something. In that I think it range. might be twenty-five because I I did hold off because I heard it was short. Is it short? Uh, I think it took me maybe eight hours. The last oh. dungeon was insanely difficult. Oh, that's I mean that's awesome actually. And uh, hmm. I did not go get like every item either. Like yeah. I, I I saw the whole map, but there's it does a Zelda thing where there's puzzles where it's like a switch and you have to move a block to hit the switch. Hit the switch to get the heart container. Yeah. And okay, it's got good puzzles, and I didn't. I there were some of them that I couldn't figure out. Yeah, that's sweet. I'm definitely gonna play that. I I I love the idea of it, and I just have been holding off a little bit, probably for no I, reason. I was, I was intrigued by it, and then I loved it, which was is always a good feeling. Yeah. How's think, the music? The music's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and playing on a rhythm, uh, basically. Did you play it, it on works, the normal mode? Yeah, I I never did. I never took the beat mode off or whatever. Okay. So I played to rhythm the entire game. Yeah. Um, and it definitely there's definitely parts where it's just like literally enemies like all around you, and like you're like I have no idea how I was yeah. supposed to do this. You just take hits, dude. It's like I prioritized. I definitely prioritized health at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And it's it's nice because the way it works is you go to a screen. Every time you go to the screen for the first time, uh, it shows you the enemies on that screen. And it's it's got the beat mode that you have to... You can only move to the rhythm of the song. Right. And once you kill every enemy on that screen, the beat mode turns off and you can run around. Normally, you don't have to move to a B anymore. But it also gives you a reward of a diamond for complete, for clearing the screen. So those diamonds are what you spend when you die on items to level you up for the next run. So for okay. the first couple runs before you have like anything, you can level up your health to get you farther into the, right. the map. So it works a lot like Necrodancer, actually. Does it? Yeah. And... I like that, like, you can go to, when I started the game, I could go to the easier screens over and over and right. get the diamonds to get right. more and more stuff so that I didn't have to, like, yeah, I don't know. Necrodancer does the typical rogue light thing where you, in between runs, you're spending your diamonds on better, um, better chances of equipment. Not necessarily starting equipment, but better chances of Oh, this sword is going to show up more often in a store or in a chest or something. So yeah, this straight up gives you like yeah, the stuff permanent so. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Or or you can buy it for the just the run. Like you, if you want to start the run with a shovel instead of having to go look for oh. one. Like okay. if you have enough diamonds, you can buy everything that it gives you. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And you earn rupees from killing enemies that can then be spent at shops, and that stuff goes away when you die. Right. So, there's a ton of different weapons that all have different mechanics, and yep. you have to use them. And it was, it was puzzling and challenging, and a Zelda game. So it had all the it had bosses and dungeons and yeah, the bosses the sound hilarious. And it was cool. It was I was would wholly recommend this game to anyone who likes Zelda or rhythm games. Yeah, or has a Switch. 
because I played it in handheld mode and it was fantastic. Yeah, I uh, and I would say just also if if you do play this and you are you find you, that you like it, Crypt of the Necrodancer is definitely worth checking out. It's hard as hell, but it's it's a cool thing and it's basically the same thing only it's a roguelike. Um, uh, is that available on Switch? Yep. Okay. Or it should be. I think I'm like 99% sure it is at this point. It's available on everything. But Cadence of Hyrule, Golf Clap, uh, published by Spike Chunsoft, which is one of my favorite publishers. <laughs> they also do Fire Pro Wrestling, which I've played all of seven minutes of. Oh, nice. But yeah, it's fun. Cool little aside there. I'm uh, I'm excited to play that at some point. Maybe sooner rather than later. I don't know. Yeah, you should get to it, man. It's good. Because... I, it made me excited for Link's Awakening. Like, I haven't played the top-down Zelda since, like, Oracle of Ages, and I loved that game when I played it. Yeah. But, like, when they announced Link's Awakening, I was like, eh. Yeah. We, we got better Zelda games than that now. I don't I don't have any nostalgia for that. I don't need to play it. And I'm excited for Link's Awakening now because that top-down dungeon-crawling Zelda is is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too. Um. I don't remember anything about Link's Awakening. I played it and beat it, but it was forever ago. So, uh, on the Switch, I have a I have another quick thing, which is Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire has been out on PC for over a year, uh, and then it came out. It was in early access. Came out. It's on P. It's on PS4, Xbox, and now the Switch. Uh, Slay the Spire is a rogue. <laughs> A roguelike game, um, but it's like a it's a card battler, which is what makes it really appealing to me. Uh, you basically are playing with a deck and building a deck and cr- and and tuning your deck and all this stuff, upgrading your deck while making a run through a dungeon and fighting monsters in like turn based fights based on drawing a hand of cards from your deck and. It's it's a pretty straightforward idea. That's essentially all it is. I adore it. It's so smart. The way that it does a roguelike is really cool because it feels like you're constantly making progress or constantly learning something new. Uh, I just wanted to highly recommend it briefly because I don't have a ton to say about it. Um, it's a unique thing for sure. I I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I just wanted to toss it out there. Slay the Spire is very interesting. Um, especially if you like card games. And I feel like I've said this on a million things to a million different people, but at least on the podcast, I think the designer or one of the designers is involved in the fan run Netrunner thing, which is extra cool. So Scores extra points for So get so give them your money because Slay the Spire itself is a very good game. Uh, and they're interested in another very good game. Um, yeah. Slay the Spire has a great art style and stuff, too. It has funny, whimsical music. Um, it's just it's just fun to play. It's, it's great to... Uh, on the Switch especially, but just in general. It's a game... It's a roguelike that lets you take a break in a run. So you don't have to fear about closing your game and losing your run. It'll let you save where you're at in that run, that's which is, what, which is a big deal. That's what cadence is like too. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. Like that is very not common. 
Well, roguelike. it's becoming more common. Like dead cells would let you do that also, but that that used to not be a thing. Like you would you would never be able to just stop in the middle of a run. So they can't stop it now, when you can just put games in rest mode all the time. Well, that's true, and and like specifically with the switch that that's what i was going to say was you can just put your switch to sleep and stay in that position but the game lets you do that anyway so it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. so yeah slay the spire is real cool i really suggest it i held off on playing it for so long um and it's a great switch game because it's great to play in handheld highly recommended you're playing them rogues roguelikes all the time you're gonna die a lot right yeah so you have to you would say that you have to embrace death Yes. To play a roguelike. Would you say that? Yeah, I would. Do you know what else you have to embrace death if you want to play? No, tell me. Do you really not know, or do you? Do you uh... oh, I was, I was, le- I was letting you say it, but Samurai okay. Showdown. Samurai Showdown. That's a tagline for the newest fighting game on the market. You guys know I'm the fighting game guy. I, I got my hands on some Samurai Showdown, which is a classic, uh, classic fighting game. Yeah. From forever ago, it's developed by SNK. Uh, and they made a they made a sword based fighting game, and it's uh, traditionally designed so there's like not a ton of combos that you can do. Two D fighter. It's a two D fighter, and you have swords and basically it's big damage fighting game. So one hit can devastate take, you. <laughs> yeah, take your health bar half halfway down. So it's it's meant to be real high stakes. And uh, what do, what do you think, Nick? You got the you got your hands on Samurai Showdown for a couple of minutes. What are your initial impressions? I I think that high stakes stuff is really cool. I like that matches are relatively quick, um, and and the whole not having to worry about combo things. Like the game has some depth and has some really weird mechanics. But as far as like just being able to pick it up and play it, if you don't execution play wise. Games, it- Execution wise, it's not it's not high. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but as far as like, I, we talked about it. I think with Mortal Kombat and stuff. But like, I think this is a game weirdly that you could have somebody who doesn't play fighting games like have fun with. Like, cause you you it's it's quick matches. You if you go for big damage, you're gonna get hurt. So it's more like. You got to choose when to take a hit or I, take or I take like, a swing, and I think that's I like, really cool. I like uh, the. I heard someone say it's designed. It's designed. It's a good thing for beginners who might be intimidated by like combos and yeah, more yeah. intricate mechanics of a uh, a bigger fighting game. Yeah, but it also has the depth that experienced fighting game players uh, need out of fighting games because of some of the more simple mechanics that the mind games that they kind of employ yeah. in the middle of a match. So it has, it, it can be accessible to yeah. a wide range of people. And it's uh, real flashy and it's really cool I think, looking. I think this game achieves more than any fighting game. Uh, the like feel of like a cinematic yeah. fight, fight scene. Yeah. Just like the art style, it's it's real Japanese, and you hear like real quiet music, and then there's like pitter patter of feet, and then one sword slash, and then it's just a blood squirt like yeah like and everywhere, it's... and it, <laughs> yeah. it looks 
it looks like an anime or like a like a cinematic I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely like it gives off the high stakes nature of the game in its aesthetic. Like yeah. it's it's really cool how everything seems so lethal every hit seems so lethal. All of the it has multiple like finisher style moves that like make it real hype. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of not only like what's happening on the screen, but in terms of the 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 fight the way itself, it looks yeah, and, yeah, like like oh, I'm gonna do this big move, but now I'm actually at a disadvantage for the rest of the match, and like it's 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 really cool. It does a lot of cool things like that that I can't think of another example of in a fighting game. No, it, it's its own unique thing for sure. Yeah, and I think it does a good. It it would be good. I would like to see someone who doesn't play fighting games try to play this. I I don't know what that person thinks like because I'm not that person, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah. But I think that it illustrates uh, the important concept concepts of like risk reward really well and not button with, mashing. That's what I mean. With yeah. like oh, this heavy button can get big damage, but if the person blocks it, then I'm gonna eat even more damage. So yeah. should I throw this heavy button out? as opposed to this light button, which doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. So just the concept of, like, risk and reward is something that I think a lot of people that play fighting games don't necessarily understand very well all the time. And so this game illustrates that very well. Uh, Other than all of that stuff, it's pretty light in terms of, like, content. Yeah. So it it has an arcade mode, which is standard to the fighting game genre. It has online fighting. It has a pretty basic tutorial system. And it has this weird uh, not working well mode. This weird mode that doesn't <laughs> work that very mean? well. I don't know. I'm is, that the go- think, is that the ghost one? Yeah, it has this like AI that's supposed to learn how you fight right. as a player. And then... Yeah. You upload your AI ghost, yeah. Which I would compare it to like racing games, how they do ghost. Yep. But this doesn't really work in a fighting game yet, because the way that you behave in a in a fighting game in a match is you're responding to your opponent. So it's trying to record the way that you respond to certain situations, which makes sense. But in actuality, I mean, maybe I just haven't found enough people that have played games. It, the, the ghosts kind of just like stand there and throw moves out. Hmm. It's just it, it's not it doesn't work well quite yet. Yeah, it sounds like an impossible task. It's an interesting concept. It's like it's like trying to build in machine learning, which games have, but it's like it's like the, it's like a next level that I feel like we're not at yet. The idea is is good. I think they're trying to make uh they're trying to make a game mode that's a little more accessible than jumping into online fighting and getting your butt kicked by people who play fighting games. And it's not quite just playing AI. Like, I don't know. They're, they're trying to, I could see how like my ghost versus your ghost could be like a cool thing. Yeah. But it's just not quite there yet. So yeah, it's, it's, it could be cool, but I can't, I I can also see how it wouldn't work just from yeah, the explanation. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole package is priced at 60 bucks. 
Yeah. Uh, which which kind of sucks. They're, they did give away the season one pass of characters, which is, I think, four characters for free. Because I think for they the know first that, week, I think they know that sixty bucks is a steep ask. Yeah, but it kind of brings up the question, and you know, what is a sixty dollar game worth to you? It's hard for me to recommend this to someone who doesn't play fighting games at sixty dollars because, yeah, are you going to get sixty dollars worth of value out of that? Like I, I don't know. I think it's a problem that. Really, fighting games have kind of uniquely. Um, I don't know that it's if it's because they're hard to develop, but they're it's an expensive genre of yeah. games. I uh, it just like blows my mind that something like Hollow Knight, which is not a fighting game, but can be fifteen dollars on the on the digital store and be like literally a hundred hours worth of different gameplay content. Yeah. Whereas a fighting game has 16 characters in it and 10 stages and it's 60 bucks. Yeah. And I think that's a hard like problem for people to solve in their, like, is this worth my money? And I don't know that the design of like, it might've taken the team at Samurai Showdown to is just as much time to make that 16 fight, fighter 10 stage yeah fighting game that it did hollow knight i don't like i don't know how that works it's impossible yeah it's impossible to know because like they're an old japanese company so everybody that works there is probably paid pretty well at this point you know whereas hollow knight was made by like two guys um so their their costs are way lower for development um it might have taken a ton of time still, but you're only paying two people. You know, you're not you're not paying an actual full development team at an established yeah. Japanese company, you know, like that have been around for 30 years. Like, I, I agree. Like, I, I, di- I didn't get Samurai Showdown for this reason. I don't think it's worth $60 to me. Um, and I like fighting games. So, it, I, I think... I think if you're trying to, like, I saw you had this written down, like, is it worth $60? We we talked about That's this. That's just, like, the chief complaint I've heard about this. Everyone loves the game, but it's like, oh, man, 60 well, bucks is too steep. We but, talked about this with this game specifically, too. Like, would anybody that doesn't know fighting games ever pick this up anyway? Like, is this a series that would entice somebody who doesn't know anything to give it a shot? And $60 is definitely not helping that. No. But at the same time, are the fighting game faithful people? Like, is it fair to them to have to pay $60? I I know Samurai Showdown is going to be a good game. And oh, well, I I I guess it's a different point. I didn't really, yeah, I wouldn't really look at it that way. Because, like, I I, I know for me, I like the game. I'm going to spend hours playing it online. I can get my time's worth. Yeah. I can get my money's worth in the time that I would play it. Like, I don't mind going online to play fighting games. And it's this weird thing where the, if they develop the game good, you have enough unique experiences that I would say that it could be worth the money, but I don't know. It, it It's just a weird problem that the genre has. I it think. Is, yeah, it's a speci- I think it is a specifically fighting game thing because you're asking 
if you don't follow the, the the scene or you don't keep up with the scene or you don't play that many fighting games or none at all, like what is ever going to get you into playing one of them, especially one of these niche ones that, you know, I didn't even know what Samurai Showdown was until like a year or two ago. I'd never even yeah. really heard of it. So, but like, it's a smaller team that makes it, and I want them to be able to make games and continue yeah. to make games. So, yeah, like you, you want to support it because if you don't, then this stuff doesn't happen. Like yeah. it's the same thing. It's the same thing as fighting Ex Lair. I haven't even played that game a ton. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. That it's came out as a, at a low price, though. Not. Right? I mean, kind of low. Wasn't it thirty was, dollars? I thought it was forty dollars for like. Okay. Half the roster and yeah, I don't, sixty I don't, for the whole roster or something crazy like that. Uh, yeah, that you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. I think And they have the weird Gogi decks, which yeah. is like what the game how the game works, which is like kinda like this mobile Yeah. Mobile game version of I don't know. It's it's just a weird problem that fighting games have where how do we assign worth of dollar value to the amount of content that the game has and I think traditionally they've got away with maybe maybe they've got away. I don't know if that's the right term to use because I don't know what the development cycle of these games is, but they've gotten away with just having a standard arcade and versus and training mode and not really much else. Yeah. It's it's more recently that games like Mortal Kombat have I'm just ending it at Mortal Kombat because not a ton of fighting games yeah nothing well. has like what mortal Kombat has yeah give you enough stuff to do that if you're not into repeatedly playing online matches there's right. more there to it so uh, moving forward you know maybe we'll see more games like mortal Kombat. i think that's the the best-selling game this year so far honestly i wish the last report i saw had that as the, but i don't not, there hasn't been a ton of major releases this year either. Not yet. And also, we we mentioned too with Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat is straight up just more accessible by virtue of what Mortal Kombat is. It's a series that's been around forever. Everybody knows what Mortal Kombat is. Like, Samurai Showdown's been around for a long time. Not everybody knows what it is. Mortal Kombat just has, like, that, that cultural impact that a lot of these other niche fighting games don't so i think i feel like i feel like developers like snk should be aware of that like i don't know how samurai showdown sold or is selling or whatever i don't know if we'll ever hear about it um i think it's doing well it's doing well in the fighting game community well, but see like doesn't every that. fighting game do well in the fighting game community like for the I most mean, part no not necessarily what like, hasn't it marvel infinite it didn't it didn't it die because of the there was no support, not really because of the fighting game community? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I feel to all I feel questions. like I feel like people that played that game liked playing that game. Like I I don't know. I that's, don't know though. That's definitely true. Yeah. There's still a scene for it. Like I don't I don't think that game took off because it was like dead on arrival, not because um it wasn't a competent game. Right? Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so it's a weird it's a weird conundrum that fighting games face and it sucks. I think <laughs> as another side note to your Mortal Kombat versus Sam show conversation, 
I think Mortal Kombat being an American-made fighting game versus the entire fighting game genre, which is basically all Japanese, yeah, is a really interesting thing to look at, like how the game is designed and what we think of as worth. And yeah, I don't know. That's like a whole other conversation. I think even if you look at the marketing of of Mortal Kombat and the marketing of other Japanese design games and how the Mortal Kombat developers talk to the community and how Japanese developers don't. And it, it's just kind of this crazy yeah, whole different world of, and you can really see the cultural differences in even just the games themselves. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, I have a lot of thoughts about fighting games that I don't really express to anyone. I'm not going to bore you guys with it. Cause I know <laughs> I tend to drone on and on about it, but uh, Mortal Kombat's still good. They added their uh, their uh, ranked mode in uh, last... I guess it started probably June 10th or something like that. Yeah. Um, they made it like a fight pass that you would have for... Like a yeah, battle you, pass. Yeah, for, you, uh, like, you like rank up in the season of playing online and get rewards for playing online. Yeah, and it's only like 25 days. Yeah. So you're after 25 days, those rewards go away, and I think that's a really interesting way to do a ranked mode, and I've never seen anything like that. Killer it Instinct did it. Did they? Do you lose points in Killer Instinct? Yeah. When you you don't lose in Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. So like it's really. I think just you the have to get to play. a certain rank to lose points, don't you? That's, that's what that's what MK is like. Yeah. Okay. In yeah. in Killer Instinct, to, like, I the, think you just lose points. Yeah. It so, was brutal. Some. Playing yeah, playing ranked modes can be brutal if you're worried about your points because yeah. So when they tie them to rewards, and then make you lose them too, I could see people getting all kind of frustrated. So yeah, but that's that's Killer Instinct is an American-made fighting game. Mm-hmm. And, and I was one. gonna say, I wish more games would take a look at how Killer Instinct did its free-to-play thing. Like, Killer Instinct is free-to-play. It lets you get a feel for the game completely maybe it's with one or two characters but it lets you get a feel for the game and then if you like it you just buy it and i don't know it would be interesting if more fighting games did that because they're not really losing anything they're only standing to gain something like if anybody is going to put any time into a fighting game they're not just going to play with jago the whole time like if if they're interested in it they'll buy it after playing it for a little bit you know i don't I don't know what like development. I don't. That's a weird. I don't but know. but no, but that but that's what I'm saying. So like, you're not losing anything by offering that. You 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 just aren't like other what than maybe it, a couple sales that people yeah, would have bought all, in. But how many of those people really exist? You know, like the people that are gonna play it are gonna buy it. But maybe if you offered this one character, you can play as whatever the black-haired guy on the cover of Samurai Showdown is. Maybe you can only play with him. Hoamaru. Yeah, and you can only do stuff with him. And if you want to buy the game, you got to buy the game. But you at least can see what it is and learn it and do this stuff. It's not a demo. It's not a limited time play. It's whatever. I don't know what you stand to lose from that, really. Because, like... I can, I can tell you one big reason why it doesn't happen with major the person. Games. The person bought that game could go trade it in at GameStop, and then someone will buy it cheaper, and they still lose a sale. You know, so like it could stuff like that could still happen, too. There but, are fighting games are made by Japanese companies who don't don't 
they, I don't want to. I they, don't want to. They have an entire the mobile the mobile market but, of Japanese games is based entirely on free to play. So it's not. I wouldn't even really say that's a a thing. That that's like a free to play is free to play is almost driven by. by I just think they're Asia. out of touch with out of touch with the community, and I don't know what game sales in. I don't, like maybe maybe Sam Samurai Showdown in America sucks, but in Japan it's like selling gangbusters. I don't I don't know how all that stuff works. No, yeah, I mean regions they prob they might really only care about the Japanese region. I doubt it, but they might. That might all be all that matters. But that's yeah, also a different that's also a totally different market where they don't buy consoles. Like they they don't have PlayStation fours <laughs> that it didn't sell that much relatively in Japan. They have arcades, so it's a total that's a totally different thing. That's something you're just constantly pumping money into, <laughs> as opposed yeah. to as opposed to a one time purchase or a free to play maybe leading into a purchase. You know, it's all the, all this stuff is is interesting and still yet to be figured out with the whole games as a service becoming. More yeah. and more prevalent. And yeah, I don't know. Anything I, else? I just I think it could be better. I could I I think it could be a good, potentially good avenue for fighting games to pursue. Like, I don't know. I will see. I, e- Evo's in a month. No, not even a month. Two weeks. A couple, three like weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Evo is the first weekend of August. It's the it's the Japanese not Japanese. What am I talking about? It's the fighting game championship of the world. They have over a thousand entrants and up to like six games this year. It's pretty crazy. I'm really excited, and it's typically where we get all the announcements. It's basically fighting game E3 is what it is. Yeah. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll hear some stuff about uh, sales about, and stuff. Well, not sales, but I just mean maybe future free to play fighting games. Oh, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk around Street Fighter Six being free to play. I think they almost have to do that <laughs> after they've how been, five launched. They've been doing free-to-play weeks, like, a lot with yeah. SFV trying to get people into it this recent. Yeah. While, while we're on EVO, real quick, I want to mention, because this is kind of fun, uh, Street Fighter's been the main game of EVO for the last 30 years. I don't know how long EVO's been running. <laughs> I it, think, like, 15 or something. EVO is basically a Capcom. I mean, it's run by people that have worked at Capcom. and Yeah. So Street Fighter's the game. This year they announced that it's not going to be... It's not that it's not the main game, but it's not the final game on the Sunday night where they show all the big games. Yeah. And I am 100% positive that Capcom was involved in this decision. It wasn't the Evo tournament people that were like, Street Fighter sucks now. We need to not run it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Smash and Tekken both have more entrance than street fighter currently i don't think by a lot but so there there is that um but i think it has more to do with like the international audience of street fighter they're trying to put it at a time slot that is better worldwide last year we were up till three in the morning (laughs) yeah last year started at like midnight because it was the final game and five games five top eights in a one day five different games like literally takes all day long yeah so I don't know what when they're gonna gonna be. It's not gonna be last this week, but I want to say it here first because just wait for the articles to come out that are saying 
Street Fighter. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Street Fighter is no longer the game. And now Smash is the, is the most hypest game ever. Cause it's going to be featured at Evo and the most, it's going to be funny. The most boring game to watch. I have no comments on that, but it, there's going to be articles and yeah, there will be. It's going to be funny to see. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited for Evo. It should be fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Do you want I, to? I'm hoping some. I'm hoping for some uh, good announcements. Yeah. Should be future, exciting. The future of our games here. We'll see what's what's going down. Yeah. Do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Because I don't. I don't have anything else. I don't. Yeah. There's a couple of news things we can we can hit next time we're uh, next episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, not. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting the Marvel game, Ultimate Alliance. So I'll have that for next time. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in the future that you know you'll put your hands on? I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm looking for something a, new you're to play, stream. Uh, uh, Wolfenstein will be out. You'll play that. Probably. That's right. I'll play that. Um, I just had something on the tip of my tongue that was coming out, and I just completely forgot what it is. So... I don't know. So look for look forward to that for next time. Yeah, next time. Uh, <laughs> I real quick before we get out of here, my one plug for my wife's blog, popcornreviews.com. She's uh, still doing some cool stuff. She's done a couple video game things for us, so it's cool to see all that. And uh yeah. check that out. And make sure you uh check us out on Twitch and on stream. I've been meaning to get back to Twitch for some Mortal Kombat. But I have I haven't been playing much on backshift because I just am too tired when I get up. Yeah, and I I suck at fighting games when I'm tired. So <laughs> I'm I'm still streaming uh, random days through the week. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Lost in a Contraption. Uh, one one set day is always Tuesday. I'm always playing Tuesday evenings Eastern time with a group of friends. We've been playing really random stuff lately, but. I, I think I'm retiring streaming Hitman for a little bit. I, I Why need, is that? I need a new game. I, I'm kind of out of things to do. Uh, they they didn't carry over a lot of the side stuff from the first Hitman into 2. So I have escalations and whatever that I could do, but I'm kind of like burnt out on the game a little bit right now. I played the new level that came out, the bank level. It was cool. It was a little short and light. Um so I'm I'm gonna I just need something new to stream I think so um, that's like what I'm trying to figure out now. Cool. Uh, so give me a follow there and you'll see for some random thing that I'm streaming you can just follow me and find out. <laughs> you could uh, you could check out one of them uh, auto chess battlers. Yeah, They're super popular on Twitch right now. I played. I was gonna say I played Dota Underlords a little bit. Uh, I won my third game. Uh, without losing a single round, so I'm retiring from the auto chess. There you go. Genre. Uh, as a, I heard, team fight tactics is the big one. As kind a of, victor, actually, that I keep seeing. Yeah, that's the league one. I was just watching before we got on. I was just watching a stream because I wanted to see. I hadn't seen any gameplay of it yet. Um, it that is an interesting new developing genre. Uh, that maybe we'll have more to talk about in the future. Um, it is it is really weird. It's a weird thing. It is kind of weird, man. Yeah. But 
But it's a fun story, too, on how quickly it developed <laughs> into a thing, but anyway. Uh, all our all our games come from mods nowadays. All our most popular games come yeah, from mods. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's why Mario Maker's a good thing. They're trying to get people making stuff with existing stuff to make new stuff. Yeah. To catch on. Yeah. Nintendo's smart. They're 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 doing it their own way. But uh I think that's gonna do it for us. You can follow us in, on Twitter at Whiff Punish Game. It's a good way to get at us. And uh until next time. Watch Evo. Yeah, maybe check out Evo. It's a good idea. But uh yeah. Peace. Later.